Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. President Biden has tapped Vice President Harris to fight the voting rights battle in the U.S. Congress. We'll discuss that, plus how that fight may be complicated as Biden starts taking jabs at his fellow Democrats. And finally, the Republican Party makes some demands about future presidential debates. As we see Republican legislatures across the country continue to try and pass restrictive voting rights legislation, that issue of voting rights is becoming one of the most high-profile battles in the country this legislative session. And it's a battle that President Biden is now tapping his number two to lead. Here was the president yesterday. To signify the importance of our efforts, today I'm asking Vice President Harris to help these efforts and lead them among her many other responsibilities. With her leadership and your support, we're going to overcome again, I promise you. But it's going to take a hell of a lot of work. I don't know. I'm starting to think if I was Vice President Harris and President Biden kept giving me the toughest assignments, I'd be like, what's up, dude? But add this now to her plate with immigration, and she's got some truly tough political battles ahead. She's now in charge of overseeing the passage of the For the People Act. This is the bill that's already passed the House but is totally stalled in the Senate because not even all the Democrats are on board with this bill. Never mind the fact that there's no chance that Republicans are going to get on board. So this is going to have to be done with all 50 Democrats and breaking the filibuster, something Joe Manchin has said time and again he's simply not going to do. But Vice President Harris may not at the end of the day be able to get that bill passed. However, she may be the perfect messenger to oversee the fight for it for the administration. Remember, voting rights are inextricably tied to race in this country. Remember that black women are the most reliable, dedicated voting bloc for the Democratic Party. So here's the first black female vice president tasked with this issue that is at the very core of this battle for the soul of the country, our democracy, that Joe Biden ran on from the start. And this all comes in the wake of that Texas bill that we talked about yesterday, where the Democrats walked out on the legislature perhaps only to prolong the inevitable, one of the most restrictive bills proposed in a state house to date. Also today, we're seeing a Pennsylvania legislative delegation going to visit Arizona to check out that sham audit happening there of the 2020 vote. The concern, of course, that that Arizona process is going to spread to other battleground states who will take up these absurd conspiracy theory laden audits. And it's worth noting Pennsylvania State Senator Doug Mastriano, who was seen near the Capitol on January 6th, is actually part of that delegation going to check out the Arizona so-called audit today. And if all of that wasn't concerning enough, New York Times reporter Maggie Haberman, a colleague of ours here at CNN where she's a contributor, tweeted that Donald Trump has been telling people that he will be reinstated as president of the United States in August after that Arizona audit is completed. Of course, that is absurd. There's no possible way that that will happen. But the fact that the former president continues to spread that kind of deliberate disinformation that he knows his supporters believe, it's that kind of dangerous rhetoric that brought us up to the violence we saw on January 6th. Now, here's what else matters today. 
In those same remarks yesterday in Tulsa, Oklahoma, President Biden, as I noted, well, threw a little bit of an elbow towards some fellow Democrats. Clearly, he was talking about Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. Give a listen. I hear all the folks on TV saying, why doesn't Biden get this done? Well, because Biden only has a majority of effectively four votes in the House and a tie in the Senate with two members of the Senate who vote more with my Republican friends. He didn't need to name the senators for us to know who he was talking about. The senator from West Virginia, the senator from Arizona are the two who have stated their opposition to ending the legislative filibuster. Meaning Democrats need to find a way to bring Republicans on board in order to clear that 60-vote threshold to pass legislation, or Democrats have to find some way to use that budget rule reconciliation to get big bills through with Democratic votes alone. But when it comes to voting rights, that can't go through reconciliation. So you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Joe Manchin will not end the filibuster. He doesn't support the For the People Act voting rights bill. Right now, there's no path for passage. However, when Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, was asked about the president's comments today and whether he was needling those Democratic senators and if that's a wise move or not, she offered this piece of spin. Well, I would say first that if Senator Manchin and Senator Sinema were standing with me here today, they're always welcome, uh, they would call out their own independent streaks. And that's something that I think they're both proud of. I don't think he was intending to convey other, anything other than a little bit of commentary on TV punditry. Let's be clear here, folks. The president wasn't just talking about TV commentary. That's a convenient interpretation that the White House put out today of those remarks. First and foremost, he offered inaccurate information. Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema have voted with Joe Biden a lot more than they've ever voted with Republicans. They voted with Biden 100 percent of the time. So his actual quote yesterday was just wrong. That's one problem. But let's be clear. This wasn't about TV punditry. This was about showing the Democratic base that he's willing to fight for this top tier issue of voting rights. And if that includes throwing an elbow to fellow Democrats to put them on warning that they may start feeling the pressure from the White House on down to get in line and do this with all Democrats on board, so be it. Now, Joe Biden may not even want to get rid of the filibuster. But he does want to show Democrats that this is an issue worth fighting for. That's why he put Harris in charge of it. And it's why he's needling these two Democratic senators. And finally today, late last night, the Republican National Committee chairwoman, Ronna Romney McDaniel, sent a letter to the nonpartisan Commission on Presidential Debates, making some pretty serious requests for changes to the way in which that organization runs and oversees the general election presidential debate process. This all grows out of the 2020 campaign season when Donald Trump and the Republican Party were outraged at the way that the Commission on Presidential Debates handled that debate series. You'll remember, one debate was proposed to go virtual before it ultimately got canceled. One debate moderator, Steve Scully, formerly of C-SPAN, it had turned out decades earlier it actually worked for Joe Biden. So the Republicans screamed foul there because Biden obviously was one of the candidates on the stage. So the RNC is now demanding that the Commission on Presidential Debates make changes to the process. Nobody who's ever worked for a candidate should be able to be a moderator, they say. They also want to make sure that these debates happen before early voting begins anywhere. That was not the case back in 2020. And 
they think that the board members of the Commission on Presidential Debates expressed so much anti-Trump rhetoric that it wasn't a fair and impartial group overseeing the process. In the letter, McDaniel wrote, quote, The CPD's repeated missteps and the partisan actions of its board members make clear that the organization no longer provides the fair and impartial forum for presidential debates. And here's how they plan to deliver on this threat. McDaniel says they may incorporate it into the Republican Party rules that in order to get the Republican Party nomination, you may, for instance, have to sign a pledge that you're willing to not participate in CPD general election debates unless these reforms are made. That could upend decades of how presidential debates have been handled in this country. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.